welcome to A Servant's Heartbeat. My name is Cassie Savala. Thank you for listening to our new Make Him Known series. Each week we get to hear from the heartbeat of a fellow servant of the Lord. This is all about knowing Him and making Him known. Today I would like to share from some passages. Uh, the first one is Mark chapter 10, verses 13 through 16. Um, I'll go ahead and read it and then kind of share some of my thoughts about it and how it's important to us, um, whether we're young people, teenagers, or adults, whether just starting out in our adult years or making our way through the journey of life down the road. Mark chapter 10, verse 13 says, And they brought young children to him that he should touch them. And his disciples rebuked those that brought them. But when Jesus saw it, he was much displeased and said unto them, Suffer the little children to come unto me and forbid them not. For of such is the kingdom of God. Verily I say unto you, Whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child, he shall not enter therein. And he took them up in his arms, put his hands upon them, and blessed them. So, so many times we tend to hear about coming to God as a little child and recognizing him as our father and trusting him and believing him. And we can tend to, as as we get older and life goes on, it becomes very easy to rely on our own understanding sometimes. These children come to him not understanding, not knowing what would transpire because they were there, not knowing that there would be men and women that would look upon them and say, hey, they need to leave and, and they need to go somewhere else and this isn't the time and this isn't the place. But yet they still come to him because there's there's something about Jesus that draws them, and and somehow, somewhere deep within them, they still feel safe. I don't know about you, but most children, um, if you have any experience with children at all, you know that there's some kids that you can pick up, and there's not going to be an issue. And there's some kids that you can reach for them, and they immediately turn around, and they'll run back to mom. There was something about Jesus that maybe there were some kids that um, didn't get recorded, and, and they turned around, and then they went back running to mom. But it seems like many of them came to Jesus willingly. And as he picked them up, and he blessed them, and they sat in his lap, and, and he held them close, there was something calming about him. Now, in Philippians 4, this is written to the church in Philippi, Philippians 4, verses 6 through 7, says, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. How did I go from discussing these children that were brought to Jesus to this church at Philippi that Paul is writing to? Um, and, and he's writing, be careful for nothing, be anxious, don't worry about it. It would be so much easier, whether it's specifically discussing the church at Philippi or me sitting here in this room, and I look kind of funny right now because I'm under a a black sweater trying to record this, and yeah, it seems really weird, and and maybe maybe no one's going to hear this, and maybe no one will understand this, and God, I don't know what I'm doing, and God, I don't see the end result right now, but I'm not going to be anxious for what somebody is going to say or what somebody's going to think because if I'm coming to you as a little child, I am going to trust that whatever I have to say, that whatever I have to do, that 
whatever you've given me to do is going to be blessed because first and foremost, I am your child and I'm placing my trust in you for the next step, for the next breath, for everything that I do, I'm placing my trust in you. And it's only after I come to him first, not being anxious, I'm coming to him as a little child. I'm not anxious that my father's going to turn me away, that he's going to, you know, say, yeah, I, I, I don't have the time for you right now. He's going to have the time for me. So I'm not coming anxiously. And then I'm going to come and I'm going to have a relationship with him in prayer. And I'm going to build that foundation and I'm going to talk to him and I'm going to request certain things. And I'm also going to say, thank you, God, for what you've already done. Because while I may not understand everything that's going on right now, I'm going to thank him for the situations that he's placed me in because he's still here. And then it's only after I get through not being anxious and trusting him that the peace of God can really come in and it can pass everything that I understand. And everything, it covers everything that I don't understand. And then it can keep my heart and mind. It can keep my heart and mind stayed on him. That that next verse, Philippians 4, uh, verse 7, in the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Verse 8, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. It's only after I come through coming to him as a child that it becomes easy for me to focus on those things that are right, those things that please him, because then I'm truly coming to my father and the things that he likes become the things that I like and the things that I crave and the things that I value. So as we go forward, in this coming week, the coming months, however however long we have, for we don't know when Jesus will come back, but as we're laboring together, let's keep in mind that we first come to him as little children. Not just when we pray and we ask for healing and we ask for this or that, but simply when we come to talk to him. He is our father. The scripture says in one place, he's a, the everlasting father. It says in another where we've received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. This is what he wants from us. So that way I can do what he wants from me. I pray that this has blessed and challenged you as, as much as it blessed and challenged me. And I pray that over the next week, that you would be able to share this and share him, make him known, and that you would be blessed. Thank you for listening.